right, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Bold Expressions. I'm joined once again by my friend, Ms. Bandersnatch, how are you today? I am great, how are you? I am awesome. Awesome, been trying to, uh, you know, wait. I've been waiting for all my, my, my professional uh, Hollywood friends to be uh, finished with what they're doing. Uh, so they can come talk to little old me. I just saw you uh, dancing apparently at a rap party for another for what a movie you you was working on. Um, no, we just we just got a drop date for the show that I did in the spring, so it's coming out November fourth. Okay, what's the so name of the show? That should be fun. It is called Lace. Lace. It is a uh, it's a, a very sexy crime drama tv series that's going to be on all black okay so yeah very, uh, very interesting yeah i've seen a lot of uh <clears throat> is that what most of the uh photos of the whatever you're working on is that what uh has been on your instagram or was that something else um it's been a mixture of different things but yeah mostly that one just because that's kind of wrapped up and finished so i can actually post things <laughs> about that one as opposed to other projects that i've been on that haven't really finished up yet so you know can't really gotta keep them private can't really put things out until they announce them yeah i <clears throat> i am not of the industry as uh as you and uh other friend of the, the pod uh crystal it is but i i know <clears throat> i listen to enough stuff to know about you know embargoes and different things like that to where you have to and and they are uh when i heard very specific about what and yes. when you can talk about something um uh, the guys i listen to uh the do movie reviews they would have stuff to where it's like it was like well we normally do movie reviews on wednesdays but they have an embargo on this and won't have a showing until freaking Thursday night before the movie comes out. So we won't have, you know, or even just stuff um, for tech stuff. Like when people mm -hmm. have something about uh, phones, I'm watching tech reviews by phones. Um, they'll have it to where like, yeah, um, just with an embargo, I can only talk about, they can just pretty much give their first expression, first impressions unboxing something it's like we're not allowed to talk about this or this yet and you know it'll be a, a couple of days or maybe a week or so and then we can talk about it so yeah right yeah i had an um an artist that i worked with who was also on the tech side and we couldn't talk about anything <laughs> like mm -hmm. so it was like you know getting him dressed for interviews and uh shoots and music videos and all because he would work with different artists and like do all these pro like he just had his hands in like a bunch of crazy projects at all times um and i would have friends that would be like why don't you post more stuff with you and and him and da -da -da. i'm like i can't i don't even know at this point i'm like i my nda was 12 pages long i don't even know at this point what i can put out there so I just don't <laughs> so right. I've gotten so used to um I have a lot of people that are just like yeah I wouldn't I wouldn't be able to tell what you did by your Instagram I'm like, yeah it's my personal Instagram but I that's one thing I'm I need to work on is like getting my 
my actual like business professional life out on social media um because yeah I, I just got so used to not posting anything because it's just like you can't talk about it until they want you to talk about it and sure. going back and following up with people and figuring out when you can talk about it it's like it's too too much just when I see it pop up I'll be like oh yeah and post something about it so yeah, worth the headache. Worst. yeah it's just I don't have time to keep track of that can't keep track <laughs> of my own life <laughs> Yeah, my my Twitter and Instagram, for the most part, is strictly for the podcast. Like, rarely do I have anything up that's about my personal life. Mm-hmm. You know, anything that I post is going to be about a show, uh, episode coming up, or uh, a meme or something that I think is funny about something that I've talked about or whatever, what have you. Right. Uh, okay, uh, so getting into things about NDAs and all, all things like that, I wanted to get your opinion about the whole, even though supposedly it's been settled now, what are your thoughts on the whole Scarlett Johansson suing Disney? Oh, I just don't, it's, I don't know, because it's kind of, I'm kind of halfway. Because it's like, I get that you're trying to make a statement, but mm-hmm. I'm also not a big like waves kind of person. So I'm just like, not that just like, it would just be easier to kind of, you know, let a sleeping dog lie, but right. it would be easier to kind of just let a sleeping dog lie. And then it's, you know, like what happens to basically your name and your reputation in the workplace so it's like i don't know if it's if it's something that that is that near and dear to your heart and you think that it's completely worth it and that's something that you want to do then cool but as long as you've weighed out those options and made sure that you know the repercussions and the waves that are going to be made from this are worth it to you then hey go on with your bad self I think, first of all, I'm shocked to hear that you're not much of a ways person because I, I always thought that you'd be like, yeah, if that, need my money. Um, the thing that was surprising to me was how how many people were just like, oh, uh, a rich person, you know, oh, I, oh, a, a millionaire is bad that they didn't get more money. Oh, why am I supposed to feel sorry for you or whatever? And I was right. just like, well, first off, they didn't, they're just reporting the story. They didn't say oh, feel sorry for me. It's not like she came out, it's not like Scarlett Johansson came out on Twitter or, or whatever and was just like, this is what Disney did to me or whatever. No, it was just a story that happened. And I think probably her lawyers or whatever, when they, you know, saw, when they looked at the contract and they, you know, looked at everything that was going on. And I want to say they probably were the ones who probably pushed it more so than she did. Like, she probably had an issue with it and they were just like, because apparently her lawyer, the lawyers that she had working on this had gotten money from a company for doing kind of the same thing, like a breach of contract before. Mm-hmm. And so I'm wondering if they didn't push it. <clears throat> and she was just like, yeah, you know, this is my last movie. So, you know, whatever. Um, and it's the thing I've been thinking about to where it's like, okay, what is the 
you know, people's like, oh, well, you know, she's a millionaire and, you know, she wants more millions. And it's just like, okay. <clears throat> and this is the question, you know, I would like to ask, <clears throat> ask those people who say that. Mm-hmm. At what point, what, what is the amount of money, like the, the starting point, what is the amount of money that you have to make to deal with disrespect? Right. But see, that's the thing. Like, some people can be paid. Like, some people have a dollar amount. Yeah. That is just like, ah, yeah. You know, if you said something disrespectful to me or did something disrespectful to me, ah, there's a there's a dollar amount on that. We're all, you know, sit down and shut up. But then there are people that just have a really high moral compass and value, and it's just like I'm not going to be disrespected. I don't care how much you try to pay me or what you try to give me that's just you're not going to disrespect me which i respect but it's just like it's different different strokes for different folks but with her it was just like i don't know the confusing part to me was the fact that you're you were upset over the potential so you it was just like oh you you guys decided to put it out on disney plus instead of in the theaters, I think it would have made more money in the theaters, therefore I would have made more money. And this is what you, the avenue you guys told me you were gonna go down. Um, so it's like, you're kind of suing them on potential of a thing because they didn't do a certain, they didn't go down a certain avenue because the world was in a pandemic. So it's like, if the world is in a pandemic, Cause you have to think like Disney, I don't know, this is just me, but you'd have to think that Disney crunched the numbers too. Cause it's like, if you're an actor on a film that I've made and you're getting a percentage of the paid out, I'm getting a larger percentage of that paid out. I want it to make money too. That's not like I'm trying to jip you. Like you're getting a very small percentage in comparison to what I would be getting. So it's like, I want it to make money too wouldn't you think that I was weighing my options and figuring out which avenue is going to make me the most money? Like, I don't, I, I really just don't feel like Disney was trying to like jip her or any of the other actors by putting it on Disney plus like they charge, they were charging like $35 for that. Like, yeah. And people I, was like, care- I really want to see the movie, but um, I mean, me and my son went out to the movie theater because I'm like, it's cheaper for me and you to go to the movie theater for a matinee right. than it would be to get on Disney Plus. And people are like, oh, it's easy. Like, well, if you're a family of so-and-so, it's just like, yeah, but if you're not, then you're paying right. the 30. Now, the thing about that is, yes, you know, you know, that they were crushing numbers. However, they're getting paid whether you watch it on Disney Plus or if you go to the theaters. She's only getting that kickback if you go to the theaters. And not only was she an actor, she was also an executive producer. So that means she put, you know, well, you you know this better than I do. Executive producer, that means she helped with decisions. She probably maybe put up some money, maybe put up some income, whatever, not that they needed it, right. but you know, she so she she was a lot more invested in this movie than she probably has been, well, definitely than she has been in any other movies that she's been in. You know, playing this character. Also, 
it's not that it was that okay they said it was it was you know going to theaters they kept pushing it back kept pushing it back which to me i think kind of hurt it because they probably they should have just went ahead and put it out and been like okay it's going on disney plus as well you know i think it would have been fine um but they tried to get a hold of disney to renegotiate and be like okay well since you know you're putting it out on um disney plus as well can we renegotiate so that that's included in my contract if they had the contract written up a certain way and then they decide later they're going to do something else you know is that if they're doing something that was not mentioned in the contract that they wrote up then isn't that kind of like breach of, in that breach of contract it's like okay the contract had this it's like well it was right. a global pandemic, which, you know, they're, they're lawyers to their credit, even though how shady it was. It's like, shame on her for, you know, not taking that into account. It's just like, no, she's just saying that you guys didn't factor that in as far as the money. She didn't say that you shouldn't have sent it to Disney Plus. She was just saying that, okay, if I'm getting paid based off people going to see the movie, I'm getting a kickback from that. Right. And you're putting it over here too. Then hey, you know, can I can we renegotiate? Is and it's also things just like you know, people because it's it's one of those things to where I've seen people lose their minds. Just like I work some overtime, I work four hours overtime. That's not that's not on my check. They need to figure out what's going on, and that's just for maybe a hundred some dollars. She, she, I think they end up like having a settlement though. They worked it out to where something like maybe like a hundred million or whatever. Mm. And it's like, there, there are people who will never see. I'm, I'm a, I'm a, <laughs> I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna be generous. There are some people, most people will probably never have in their, in their position at one time $50,000. Right. So, <laughs> so to say, it's just like, yeah, I'm like, but, you know, y'all short me, you know, a few million. And then, you know, then come to find out how well it actually did on Disney Plus. It's just like, yeah, I was like, I like, like you said, like, I, I understand that thought of I want my money. You know, and then um, and uh, to comment on something else you said, you know, and and I, I agree. Some people have a thing to where if somebody says something to them, you're just like, well, you know what? I'm making enough money. I'm not even going to sweat this person. The difference is that, you know, people act like some of the people who were talking about it was acting as if Disney is one person. Disney right. is a company, a multi-billion dollar company. Their whole conglomerate at this point, right? It's like so. It wasn't just one person. <laughs> it was thing, and that was another thing. It's just like you, just off one of your movies, you've made over a billion dollars. If you don't cut this woman this million dollar check and keep, you know, it's like it's like that's a drop in the bucket for y'all. It's like I, it's like I, I think about that. It's like how many times 
DC companies or hell, even the government sometimes try to fight back against something. It's just like, just cut the check. Yeah. I mean, and that's more to why they settled because it's just like it's, this whole thing just wasn't looking good for them. But right. it's just, again, like if, because as a, as a fan too of the movie, as a fan who expected the movie to come out what a year yeah before it came it was no it, way, it, it, it was, was pushed back for like a whole year year and it a half. was over a year it was a little bit yeah. over a year i was like damn because it was supposed to come out i think it was like may right the corn yes yeah something like that COVID happened in march it was supposed to come out in may it got pushed back for like all of COVID. so it was just like as a fan i'm like i just want to see the movie i don't care where it comes out at i'm going to go see it right just send out the movie so I think that's kind of what Disney was leaning into. And then too, like they have a timeline they have to stick with. Yeah. So it's just like, they have all these things that they've mapped out. And I'm sure, you know, as somebody who has a Disney plus subscription, it's like, we got our Disney plus subscription off of the future things that have been promised to us because it's like, there was nothing on there. Damn right. They had like that one little, little teaser and then it's just like, oh, but we promise that we're going to give you Loki and we're going to give you this. And we're going to give you that. We're just like, Vision wanted and like all this stuff. And so it's just like you have all these people that are paying the subscription um, and they're intertwining all of these stories. So it's like stuff has to come out by a certain time so other things can come out. So it's just like I see I see both sides. Um, but again, like just the whole rocking of the boat thing it's just like y'all couldn't sit down at a table right like scar couldn't sit down at a table with y'all and just have a, a private conversation like hey this is not what we talked about this is not what was in the contract and that's the petty thing they reached out but disney never got back with them and and mm -hmm. that is the key point disney not marvel because kevin feige who you know has been the driving force pretty much if you can boil the success of the Marvel movies down to a single person, it would have to be him. Right. Um, which is why I think they I think they just gave him Star Wars after this past trilogy, because they're just like, we need somebody who's gonna make sure who's gonna make sure that when when we make a movie that all this stuff has a purpose instead of just we're gonna right. make three instead different movies. Different. Right. right. And then say and then lie and say it is all one cohesive thing. It's like, no, it's not. But uh, even he came out and he was disappointed. He was upset with how they did her. And they tried to be like, <laughs> Disney was like, hey, uh, we broke up with them. So you can't be friends with them either. <laughs> right. <laughs> they're, they're, like, they're like, we don't want you to hire her for anything else. And it's just like, wow. It's just like, so she died in Endgame. She had a movie that came out. First of all, let's and people keep saying, like, well, why they just not give her a movie? Was it Ron Peterman? I can't, I think that's the guy's that's name. Fine, Something like that. He's the reason why we didn't have a Black Widow movie. He's the reason why Captain Marvel, we didn't have a movie, you know, the Captain Marvel was our first female-led superhero movie because his thing was like well female superhero movies don't do well and right. superhero movies starring minorities don't do it and all that stuff 
And so once he was out of the way, you know, we, we you know, that's, that's when you start to get more. That's what it was just like, oh, we're, you know, want to see a Black Panther works. It's like, it's like you made Guardians of the Galaxy work. People know more about Black Panther than Guardians of the Galaxy. I at least remember seeing Black Panther on the Fantastic Four cartoon in, in the 90s. Mm-hmm. It's like I at least remember him from that where he, he whooped on them. But you know, it is what it is. But um speaking of the Disney Plus shows, um uh we've had one division and which speaking of timelines of COVID, I think Winter so- uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier was supposed to be first, but because of COVID, they had to fit, yeah, because they they had to shoot down production. Mm-hmm. Uh, because they their show was much more travel based and right. they went to different locations so they had to shut down um and i think you can even tell at least i could by the final episode it was supposed to be a lot probably bigger in scope but because of covid restrictions you you know can have as many people um but uh you had one division come out first which mm-hmm. I think was funny um, that a lot of people weren't so sure about that. And then when it came out, everybody loved it. <laughs> right. Then, After and, the first like two episodes. <laughs> right. They were just like, oh, it's like, what's going on? It's, and some people was like, oh, it's just too slow. But and we know what is so funny that it's like so many people talk about, well, Marvel has a formula. And it's like, it's one of those things where like they have a formula. Then when they don't do that formula, people have an issue. It's just like, that's right. why they had the formula because some of you people will not, you know, stick with it if they do anything else, which is why I think it's great. First of all, the production quality on all those shows, um, WandaVision, Falcon Winter Soldier, and Loki were just excellent. Mm-hmm. It was like it was never, at least to me, there was never once that I looked at it, it was just like, ugh. It's like, yeah, I, I can see the budget. It's just like, no, it looked just as good as it would yeah, if it were a movie. Yeah, like Falcon Winter Soldier could have just been a movie. It was a movie, right. it was just broken up in parts. And that's that's pretty much how they said they, uh, Anthony Mackie, he was just like, sure. Uh, he, he was just like, when we filmed it, it was like, it was just like filming a, a six hour movie. Right. But what were your, um, let me, I, I wonder, I've been meaning to get your, your thoughts on these for, for a minute. And you've seen all three, right? Uh, yeah, I've seen, yeah, I did uh, WandaVision, Loki, Falcon Winter Soldier. Yeah, seen all of them. Oh, did you hear that uh, Agatha Harkness is getting a show? I heard that. I thought that was just a rumor, though. No, yeah, they, they're talking about getting her in show, so... See, she's getting a show. Hawkeye's coming out in November. I'm so excited mm-hmm. for that because to me, a lot of people are just like, oh, he just shoots bows and arrows. It's just like, yeah, but he's really good at it. It's just like, yeah, and he has like a whole like mercenary backstory. And- right. And it's yeah, and it's and it's just like if you if you can if you can buy Black Widow being on there, then you should be able to buy Hawkeye being on there. Right. Because he's because they're pretty much the same character, right? Because he's because they both like he's just hell. Is, when no way, when no irritates me is the thing like people love Batman, but you make fun of Hawkeye. 
<laughs> That's true. It's like you you can take Batman being up there with Superman, but you can't, you know, take no superpowers. Right. It's like, and to me, Hawkeye is dope because it's just like, you know, I like Thor and, and Hulk and everything, but I can appreciate much more somebody who's just like, I don't have superpowers, but I've trained my body. I've trained this skill so well that there's nobody on earth. That's better than who, me. Right. Who who can yeah. who can touch me without the aid of powers, without the aid of some serum, without without help. Right. You can you can't touch me with without some without something else. So, you know, I, I think that's pretty dope. Um and then I just like Jeremy Renner. Um, he's a cool dude. Yeah, and he's like perfect for that role too. Yeah, I I really I really I really like him. Um, but yeah, let's let's start off with uh, let me see, Agatha Harkness. I want to say uh, so what was it? We have the She Hulk show coming out, the yeah. Moon Knight show, I and I'm so excited for She Hulk because you know. They, uh Mark Ruffalo is going to be in that too. Uh, no, I wanted to be Jennifer Walters so bad. No, it is. It's, it's going to be about her, but he's going to be in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I because they're cousins. Yeah. Right. And so correctly. and so, I'm just wondering how they're going to have her look. Ah. That's 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 why I wanted because because Hope Hope does look good, but you know she, the thing about She Hulk, she's supposed to be you know able to control herself, and she's supposed to be tall amazonian sexy right she still has kind of that sex appeal right and and she's so also really smart so i'm i'm eager to see you know how that looks um moon knight um uh, miss marvel which i saw have you seen the costume for miss marvel i haven't yet it i i saw a, they had a steal of it and you know sometimes when you look at Steals even like with the the recent um, DC fandom event that that they had, they had steals of different things. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am not feeling that Flash costume. It just looks, it just looks off. Like maybe, maybe when he starts moving, but it's just like ah, I am not. That is not. Why does it? Why does the TV show suit look better than the movie suit? Like I'm I'm confused by that. Oh um, no. You you haven't seen it? No. Girl, that suit, I'll I'll send it to you. That suit is so it it <laughs> I said it reminds me of like Play-Doh. It looks like it looks like they rolled Ezra Miller down and just like rolled the suit up him. <laughs> and like there's there's a point to where he's just like just standing in like a cave <laughs> or whatever. And it's like he doesn't have a belt. Hmm. And so it looks weird, and <laughs> he's just standing there like this, like kind of hero pose, and they kind of have like a print of his junk, and it's just like stand up. She's like, "What the? Like who? Oh, who, no. who looked? Who looked at this? Be like, okay, the movie's still in production, but yeah, we're we're gonna show this to the public, and it's just like, and for those who's just like, what what difference does it make if he has the belt? If he has the that's a difference. <laughs> it it makes a difference. Um because then you just look like a Ken doll. It's weird. It's, exactly. It, just, it just makes it weird. The Man of Steel suit 
technically it it didn't have a belt, but it did have like some design and it did have a little bit of yellow mm-hmm. to kind of break something break it up. up. It's like yeah. that's that's what the Batman's belt and the trunks and all that stuff, it helps break up the color scheme. Cause sometimes you need that. It's just like even Spider-Man's costume, he has the little, you know, midsection, his little belt or whatever attachment. And it's like some things, if there's not a design or something that kind of helps with that, it just looks weird with just being being like that. And that suit is not, um, it's very much based off the, uh, um, what they say, the new 52 mm-hmm. version of the suit with the, the lines, whatever, they're supposed to be uh, lightning bolts. But I was just like, it, the, the material just looks, let's see if I can find it, it just looks off. But uh, I keep getting off topic because I saw that. It's just like, I am not <laughs> liking that suit. I don't like that suit, and I don't, and I still don't like the, um, I still don't like the, um, the suit for the Batman. For the new one? The yeah. one with uh, the vampire kid? Yeah, which I, which I, Robert. Uh, yeah, Robert Pattinson, mm-hmm. Pattinson. Bobby. <laughs> um, I'm not feeling his suit, but from the trailer they showed, I think he's going to be, you know, he's going to be dope. He's real brutal. Like the the helmet, the the cowl is showing like too much of his face. Ah. Uh. Because it's like all the way back here. And it's just like, you're showing a lot of jaw, brother. It's like you're... <laughs> It's like your identity is supposed to be a secret. It's like you're. It's right. like hold on. Well, it's like t- it's like turn to the left. Maybe you, Batman. Mean, Batman's costume has always been. Like, I'm just not a fan of Batman. I'm just DC in general, but I'm just not a fan of Batman. Like mm. his costume has always been so just for real. So like you just out here and you think the people who know who you are in daytime wouldn't know who you are. That's cool. We're just gonna pretend like nobody would know your jawline. You just out here womanizing, and none of these women are like, "Oh, Batman smells a lot like Bruce Wayne." <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. I, and well, that's the thing. Most of the time, I, I don't think most of the people that he interacts with when he's Batman are the same people he interacts with when he's uh, Bruce Wayne. Uh, secondly, I don't think he's wearing Calvin Klein. When he's up here stalking people. <laughs> I just feel like that's the one thing that you're not changing. Like you can change your clothes, you change, you put on the costume, you put on the <laughs> helmet, the face mask, whatever. You're not bathing before you get into that costume. So you still smell like Bruce Wayne. And I feel like if you're Bruce Wayne, you have a signature scent. Well, no what? These are the things we don't think about. No, they they're they're not. Well, no what? And I <laughs> They don't think about it. I think about it so much to where when I'm thinking about my own stuff, I'm just thinking like, okay, a black superhero. It's like, cause, cause they supposedly uh, Michael B. Jordan is supposed to be in talks to produce um, a movie about a version of Superman uh, from another universe called Balzad. He's a black Superman. I think we mm-hmm. talked about it before. And I think it was just like, 
yeah, that whole glasses thing doesn't work for for black people. It's like it damn it barely works for Clark, but they they have the the thing of the hair, and I was just thinking like we would have to have something to like to like to change our whole appearance. It's like wear a, a wig cap or you know that where you have braids or something, and then when you change, you take it off or put it do do something so there's like. Like I want to say on the Batwoman series, which is um, through a, a lot of stuff recently, uh, in the second season they have a black woman taking over, mm-hmm. and she wears like a red wig. I think even the, the first one wore a wig, but it's just like, yeah, th- like something so that when it's off, people can be like, "Aren't you Batwoman?" And she's like, "No, she's." You know, we need something. But you know, um I'm yeah, saying, like know. being a being a superhero just seems real inconvenient as far as quick changes go. All the outfits are really tight. I feel like that takes a long it takes a long time to get into spandex. Yeah. Unless, like I hate putting tight jeans on after getting out of the shower and it's still steamy like it just it takes forever how do y'all get changed where are these phone booths that's the, well, you know what that's why i love how they did uh spider-man suit in uh homecoming mm-hmm. where it's baggy you know it's it's developed by start so it's baggy he hits the button and then it and it's, it's yeah performs so it's just like that's dope now superman it's just like okay you have the suit so you mean to tell me you're walking around that cape bunched up around your butt all day? I feel like he has it rolled up. Like, you know, right. <laughs> you know, those um, portable grocery bags mm-hmm. that are like the little, they're like the little bundle and then you undo it and it's a grocery bag. Yeah. So that's his cape. He just has this cape like in his pocket or something. And when it went, and I, I guess with super speed, he can, he can hurry up and like roll it. I can just see him just finished from saving somebody and he's just rolling his cape up just yeah he just got to put the rest of his sleeves on roll his cape out clip clip he's Let's... basically getting undressed which yeah. is fine i'm talking about the ones that are actually changing that like, they have to go somewhere batman's put... not wearing that costume underneath any type of clothes no he never does he just but see that's that's why most superheroes especially with in, in DC or like most of them, most people know who they are or there's some type of millionaire or whatever. Even even Nightwing has a lot of money and it's like, so they, they have stash houses to where they have all these costumes or, you know, Bruce is in a, a situation to where if something goes on, he can just fuck off and go be Batman. You know, he didn't have to answer to anybody really like that. He just go, he goes to his cave you know, and here's another thing when like when they put up the signal, Wayne Manor is like, and here's another thing. Bruce Wayne, he talks about Gotham. That fool does not live in Gotham. He lives in the outskirts of Gotham. He this man don't have no neighbors. He who who is Bruce Wayne's closest neighbor? They live far out. Yeah, this man, he's like up. A- back off in the distance from the gate like right yeah 
It's like I, I want to know. I want to know what what is what exit does Batman have to take to actually get into the city limits of uh, Gotham? You know, it's like you said what exit? Yeah, it's like you know, if <laughs> <laughs> he takes the GPS and take <laughs> take take exit two B to Gotham for, <laughs> for two miles. Like well, that's a bit of traffic. I don't know if you're gonna make it to this. <laughs> right, because you have to think about it. Because it's like, okay, because <laughs> think about it. What if, what if it's like, okay, what if he's heading back to the, you know, heading back, whatever? Or no, okay, let's say he's at home, looks out the window, sees the signal, goes downstairs, <laughs> you know, suits up, gets in the car, drives. Probably, I'm gonna say at least from where I am. Like, okay, because I think about where I am, if I drove downtown towards the arch, that's at least maybe 15, 20 minutes. And I just live in the county. I don't even live that far. I just live, I live right. in Ferguson. Batman lives in the, the ass skirts of Gotham. It's taking <laughs> that man at least 35, maybe 45 minutes, you know, m- maybe less because of the Batmobile. But then right. it's like, okay, he's driving. Then he has to park that mug. Then he has to be like, okay, I have to show up. I, I have to. I, I, he has to make an entrance. He doesn't just show up. He has to show up and sneak behind Commissioner Gordon. He can't just be like, "I'm here." He has to just right. He got to bust you know. through some glass. Right. And why right. are there so many glass ceilings in Gotham? Why are there so many abandoned toy <laughs> and clown shops, abandoned carnivals? Burn all that stuff down. How many city? How big is Gotham to where they have all these? Hey, here's this abandoned tour. How many tour companies went under in Gotham? (laughs) (laughs) There were so many toys. At one point, there were a lot of happy children in Gotham. Right. That that was in the 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 (laughs) make Gotham great again. Back (laughs) back in the fifties and sixties, Gotham was great. You know, started letting all the brown people in, and you know, started being being rough. It's yeah. like, but it, isn't it run by the mob? The the mafia is like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> we blame everything on the brown people, right? Of course. <laughs> and what what was funny is like every everything I've seen, like because I I recently watched um, part one or two of the Long Halloween, um, which is supposed to be an adaptation of this, um popular Batman story mm-hmm. but they changed so much of that it's just like wow you guys changed it's like I'm all for changing stuff sometimes but it's like you made like unnecessary changes mm-hmm. it doesn't really help the story it's like Batman's an idiot like there's one point <laughs> I'm not going to spoil the movie for anybody but if you have HBO plus I mean HBO max you know go watch it it's on there at one point he asked a question he asked two people a question that if he had the answer, he he could figure out, he can solve it. Because they make a point, you know, and, and I will say they do make a point, and he even monologues it by him saying, like, when I became Batman, I didn't think that I would have to be more than just, pretty much he didn't think he would have to be anything more than just a guy in a suit that punches people. He didn't, right. he didn't think that he would have to become a detective. He didn't think that we have to outthink people. Uh 
Yeah, because some people are just like, you're, you're not really much of a detective, are you? And and it's just like, huh. But at the same time, it's just like, well, he's just, this probably like his second year. At no point did he say he was a detective. So why are you keep making this statement? But anyway, um, <laughs> but he asked these two people a question to where it's just like, okay, you still have your back computer. Can't you look up your answer or something? It's like, I'm pretty sure there's, you know, you know he could, he, he asked, did, a, did, did somebody graduate from this college? Mm-hmm. And it's just like, you can't, your back computer can't, so I'm pretty sure that's kind of, in that like public, you know, that's just go through like <laughs> the graduating class or whatever and figure out, <laughs> I'm just like, dude, like what the fuck? But yeah, I mean, if you think about it, Alfred does all that work. Alfred does all the heavy lifting when it comes to like looking things up, like and Googling. Right. But I mean, but that's what I'm saying. It's like, if Alfred can do it, you can do it. And it's like, it's, right. And it's like, and that's the problem is like certain, certain, certain times whenever they have Batman, it's just like, I don't know what year this is supposed to be, but I know there is some kind of search engine to where you can use it to think of this answer. And you're just, you're refusing to do it. At this point, you're just, <laughs> You're embarrassing everybody. <laughs> uh, but as as usual, we went off on a tangent. We uh, had a whole tangent. Uh, I started off by talking about how good uh, Miss Marvel's costume was. Um, uh, Kamala Khan. It looks better than any live action suit should ha- should be, given her costume and her little domino mask. I'm like, that looks mm-hmm. really nice. So, but uh, let's start off with, uh, we talked about WandaVision, um, you know, Wanda having, going through grief uh, and not wanting to let go of her new family, which was Vision. Right. And kind of being uh, unknowingly manipulated by Agatha Harkness. Um, What were your initial thoughts on that show? All right, so initially it took me a second to get into it. I think we talked about this. It mm-hmm. took me a second to get into it because I was just like, I was like, what are, what are we doing here? I didn't, you know, because they didn't really talk about it. They didn't really say a lot about how it was going to go or what it, like what the premise was going to be. So I kind of went into it blind and just started watching it. And I was just like, what is happening? So it took me probably two or three times watching it from the beginning over and over again um, before getting into it and realizing like, oh, okay, we're building up. Um, But once the buildup came through, I was just like, oh, I get it. Uh, Then they threw like the twists and turns at you. And I mean, I don't wanna drop any spoilers, but at this point, if you haven't watched it, sorry, not sorry. Um, but yeah, okay, yeah. Let's let's go ahead and get this out the way. We <laughs> are spoiling all three of these shows. You know, spoiler oh, warning. Yeah. We are we are spoiling <laughs> these shows that came out at the beginning of this month, not month, beginning of the year. Right. So you know, if you haven't watched them, uh, I think a couple people I know they hadn't watched them. I don't think they were going to finish them anyway, but yeah. Anyway, go ahead. 
Yeah, if you haven't watched it, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what you've been waiting for. Right. Um, but yeah, so like after the first couple of episodes, you get into it and you realize, cause you're, it's kind of like you're mind blown. Cause you're like, okay, you know, Wanda, nothing happened to Wanda. Wanda's good, but vision is gone at this point. So in the beginning, I'm like, where is this at in the timeline? Because I was under the impression that this is current day and current day vision isn't here. So how are we? And then they get into that whole thing and you start to realize like, oh, there's cracks in the foundation. Wanda is losing it, but it kind of leads you to believe that there's like somebody else pulling the strings, which we find out later that there is, but it kind of leads you to believe that like there's somebody else pulling the strings, like some, it, it almost feels like somebody's dropped Wanda into this like fake fantasy world, right? And then once you find out that no, nobody's messing with her head, she's doing it to herself, kind of under the influence and, you know, of Agatha, but it's just like, she, she did this to herself. She built this for herself. She was trying to create this happy place because she was in such grief that she almost becomes this villain. Like she almost goes back to that kid that they found. So it's just, it's interesting to me how um, similar storylines become and like how thin the difference is between a person who is good, but is, you know, kind of doing things for selfish reasons. And then a person who is like, ends up being a villain but they're doing the same things for the same reason. Cause it's like, I don't look at Wanda as a bad person. I don't look as, at Wanda as a villain. I don't look at her as a bad guy, but it was just like towards the end, she was just like, I'm going to do whatever I need to do to keep my family. And the fact that we wouldn't, but the people who she pretty much enslaved for all right. that time, they look at her completely different. Right. Like now to them, she is just this, this bad villainous person who has taken my life away from me. And the fact that, can we just talk about how powerful Wanda is? Cause like- I was, I was uh, just about to say that. It's like this- The fact she had a whole town of people under mind control. Right. And, it, and, it, and it took, and it took pretty much getting to the, you know, the, the, near the, the outreach of the town, they were still under control, but not as uh, as extensive. But even just mm-hmm. to that point, the fact that it was it was all that that far out, you, like you said, shows how powerful that she is. Yeah. And I think we we only ever truly get a sense of how powerful she is in that fight with in Endgame to where she was kicking Thanos butt. I was just about to say that, which makes that scene, and we've talked about this before, but which makes that scene all the more aggravating because I'm like, Wanda could have taken him out. Right. Uh, Captain Marvel could have taken him out. I'm like, do y'all realize y'all just went from her destroying an entire ship by herself (laughs) to 
getting into a fist fight with Thanos and oh, I, I just can't like what like what yeah because so yeah, now you want to become this like damsel in distress like it's just so she, frustrating he he suck he he got with her with a quick circle punch and you saw mm-hmm. how quick because it was just like he tried to take she was take trying to take the glove off and I, I can't remember if he punched her or hit but her and she just looked at it like, bitch, what? He was like, oh, uh, let me get this one. <laughs> and, took <the> power, <laughs> and took the power stone and just knocked her away <laughs> because he couldn't do anything else with her. I forgot what he did to get away from Wanda. But yeah, pretty much he was running from those two. Yeah. He was running away from those two, just trying to find time to, you know, get all the, all the stones back together. But yeah. And, and it's just like the uh, in uh, Infinity War when um, Black Widow and Okoye was fighting um, I don't know her name Black Maximum? Something like that. The the tall alien chick with the spear. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. I know her name. I can't think of it. It's Black you something. Terrible names. Yes. <laughs> I know what you're talking about, though. And they're fighting, and she just throws her up in the thing. And of course, it's just like, we left her in the tower. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just uh, some of those. But you know what? I, I will also, because even, even as WandaVision showed, she is one of those things to where she's powerful, but she she doesn't really. She has not really tapped into how powerful she truly is. Like the right. fact that she didn't even know that she could, you know, she, she knew she could like kind of manipulate people, but she didn't even know that she can control people to that, you know, like that, the way that she was doing. She was she was literally rewriting history. Or not history, rewriting uh reality. Right. She she made kids. <laughs> hmm And like what I what I brought up to my wife, because I was just like, I want to watch this with you because she loves old shows. And I just played a trailer. And so she's like, oh, she loves Dick Van Dyke and stuff like that. So that got her hooked. Oh, nice. Yeah. And then other stuff, she got hooked from that, which the the openings to each episode being the, the theme of the decade that they're going by right. that was excellent because yeah, it, it was just like no this is an actual tv show and we're you know i thought that was great um mm-hmm. but yeah just you know i was just like okay yeah those are two kids because I, I have um the first run of young avengers which has um her kids in there and she's just like, and the other day she's just like, okay, so explain to me again. She created them. I'm like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, I want kids. I'm married to this robot guy. So I'm gonna make two kids. Right. I'm gonna create these two beings and they're gonna go off and have their own lives. And and the rest of the Avengers in the comics were just like, yeah. Somehow that works. Yeah, cool. Right. They're just like immaculate conception. It's like we 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 think that something is off with this, and they made her put them away, and she freaked out and wiped out half the mutant population. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
but. and you know after killing a, a few Avengers, but yeah, she, Wanda has always been seriously <laughs> powerful. But and, yes. and it's one of those things to where in movies, in order for you know movies are for you know mass consumption, they do have to dial back a lot of powers, a lot of things in order to make certain things work. Mm-hmm. Like, um, like for certain shows, you know, especially TV shows, if you have heroes like Superman or Supergirl, you can't fully express how powerful they are because that requires a lot of the budget. Right. To, to truly do that right. And so, like, you even see it, I, I wanted, to me, even with the Hulk, even in the movies, I don't think they ever really truly showed how powerful the Hulk really is. Right. Um, they, and then, too, as an Hulk. audience, oh, sorry, babe. No, go ahead. But I'm, as, too, as an audience, you, you kind of like that discovery process with yeah. the character as well. So it's like, oh punch something and it goes further than I thought it was going to go. I didn't know my own strength. And as the audience, you're like, ooh, we're figuring things out with you. We're on this adventure too. So I get get that cinematic part of it. But yeah, so we have Wanda dealing with her grief. Um, And and I did like that because at first you weren't sure if it did seem like she was in a simulation, especially with how every episode Mm -hmm. was ending. And right. then when she knocks the black girl out, and then you know you go, they go back and be like, "Who is she? Where does she fit in?" It's like, "Oh, it's Monica Rambeau, the little black girl from uh, Captain Marvel." Mm-hmm. And then you find out it's like, "Oh, her mom died." And then it's just thing like, not only did her mom die of cancer, she died in the five years she was gone because she got blipped away. And I did like that to where you saw how I, I liked it because you got to see, because they, they talked about it briefly on Spider-Man uh, Far From Home, but it was more in a comedic tone. But you got to right. see it a little bit in Endgame and then WandaVision to where people just came back and it's just like, all of a sudden it's chaos. Mm-hmm. And she's like, no, I was just here. And it's just like, your mom's been dead. And it's just the fact that it's just like, how how kind of heart wrenching that would be. It's kind of like you're in a coma and then you just came back, but it's just like no time has passed for you. You didn't really yeah. get that closure, and everything's changed around you. Right, and it's and it's also a thing of of it's like, you know, did my where did my mom think I was? Oh yeah, and having to get acclimated back into it's just like okay. So when I left, I know there were the Avengers. Well, no, when I left, the Avengers were fractured. I came back. Um, three of them are dead. <laughs> <laughs> and it's been five years. My mom is dead. Um, and it's just, you know, you're like, oh, and we, we got attacked by aliens again. And it's also the thing to where I think about as, as far as superhero movies goes, it's like, yeah, we see the stuff that happens. How much does the public actually know about what happens with uh, 
these hero fights. It's like, how much do they disclose to the public? Right, because you know they cover everything up. Exactly, you know, or or at least they did when probably when she was around, but even afterwards, it's like, you know, because, you know, they, they don't tell us now everything when, when military things happen, let alone right. superheroes. It's just like, how much does the public really need to know? Yeah, because it's like you don't want them to know too much because then they panic or they start coming. But it's like people are going to come up with their own theories on what's going on anyway, no matter right. what you tell them. Like, like, like they, like we'll talk about with uh, Falconing Winter Soldier. Like we heard Steve's on the moon. Like who told you that? <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, you know, we find out that you know she's Wanda's uber powerful to where. I, and I didn't realize exactly how powerful she was. I thought that she had took vision and was just like, you know, making him move to where no, she just created a whole nother vision. Right. And the original one was somewhere else. Um I did how what did you think about um the black woman, Monica Rambeau? What did you think about her? her character. I liked it. I liked her character. It added some necessary kind of flavor mm -hmm. to the show. Um, you know, not just her being like black, the token black. Yeah. But there, it there was, was one just, other black person. Right. But <laughs> it was like you kind of needed that stronger female lead kind of role. Mm -hmm. um, because from the beginning, it was just like, oh, we see Wanda in this kind of like homely, domesticated role. Um, and then towards the middle end of it, you kind of see her disintegrate into this like falling apart thing. So you yeah. needed that strong, steady character in the, sorry, my dog just walked up on me. <laughs> um, you needed that strong, steady character in there to kind of like hold everything together, honestly. Because it all started falling apart when you figure out what's going on. And and Vision, seemingly the one person that she can't, she did it a couple of times, but Vision just kind of being like, what is going on? Why won't you talk to me? Why won't you? It's like there's things that are happening and you're not telling me. And I know something's wrong, but you're telling me. It's like I, I saw something. You can't I saw it happen. You can't tell me I didn't see it happen when I saw it happen. Right. Which is which is kind of wild because Vision was the only one that was able to still keep that semblance of himself. Like, which which is funny, especially given that that was that was her idea of what vision was. So it's exactly, almost exactly like that wasn't it wasn't vision. It's like you're this thing that you've created is now fighting you, but you created it. Right. But it's still fighting you. So it's like, it was almost like he was her, her conscience. Like he was, I, yeah. I'm just going to say that, that, that he was that piece of her that was just like, this is wrong. Right. Because she knew what she was doing was wrong. You're enslaving people. Right. Like, and, it's, it's just... like, and it's like, whenever she allowed herself to actually think about it, she would, you know, she would have to kind of snap her, snap herself back. Right. It, it, it reminds me of the things where it's like, 
when you're doing something that you know is wrong, but you have to rationalize it. Mm-hmm. Because if and you make actually yourself think that it's right. Right. Because to, to her, it's just like, I'm just getting a family. And it was also an interesting look at, you know, the thing of, you know, you're a hero, you're doing this and this. It's just like, yeah, I know I have these powers. I know I have, I can do all this stuff. I just want to just chill. I don't, I just want to, right. I don't, you know, you know, the the domesticated happy life, you know, it's like the, the, the things that we think are mundane. It's just like, that's what she wants to do. Right. And she's like, this this normal wants to be super and everybody that's super just wants to be normal. Right. And it's, and we, we see that a lot in, real life to some extent to where there's some celebrities it's just like I would love to be able to go out and just go to the store and just to do something right. without having to you know be incognito and you know wear no makeup and shades and a hat and just look all frumpy so I can just go somewhere without it's like I love the fans but I also like going somewhere and people not bothering me right not being accosted right <laughs> And it's like she's, she's and it's one of those things like I want to do this. And it, it will know it, it reminds me of one of those things to where there's always some show or some movie, somebody's just like, to do things you have to be willing to sacrifice. And it's it's the thing of like the people who are always talking about making a sacrifice are never the ones who's actually sacrificing something. Right? It's like you're making other people sacrifice. They had lives, they had other stuff they're going on. There are people, those people are going to be permanently traumatized. Well, you know what? It makes me think, did you watch Jessica Jones? Yes. It makes me think about the people who had to have that support group after Kill, not Killmonger, uh, Killgrave mm-hmm. um, mess with their minds and control them. And it's just like, I wonder would that would those people have to have that same thing? Because it, it is crazy to think about they were aware of everything that was going on. They just couldn't. They couldn't do anything about it. Right. Which is almost worse. Like, I would want to go into something and just be like, you know what I'm saying? Like, just hypnotize me. And then I wake up. And the next thing I know, I'm somewhere weird. You know what I'm saying? And I don't right. remember anything. I don't want to be controlled, knowing I'm being controlled. And I'm the little voice in the back of my own head, like, we have to get out of this. How do we figure this out? I don't want to be doing this. Why are we doing this the entire time? That's and uncomfy. Then, and then they said that uh, whenever she would have nightmares, they would have them too. Yeah. It's just like, even when I'm asleep, I, I don't get any rest. It's like, yeah. Yeah, to, mm-hmm. to her, to, to, to them, she is a, they're, they're just like, see, this is why we signed those accords. Because y'all come over here doing stuff like this. Right. And it's, and it's one of those things like, I don't care about what, it, I don't care if there was a bigger bag that came up. I know you did this. <laughs> it's like, yes, she's bad, but she's not the one that did this to us. Right. And it's, you know, it's one of those things like, if you weren't around, she wouldn't have been able to do that. At the end of the day, you're a villain. Yeah. To a certain amount of people, no matter what you do, no matter how hard you try, like to these people, you're a villain. Right. To 
Because <laughs> uh, I, I finally watched uh, Black Widow uh, over the weekend. And there was a, a point to where they was driving and cars are getting messed up. And I was just like, you know, you just, and I was like, I always worry about the people who are just like, they're going through their normal day. And then all of a sudden they're in the middle of a, of a superhero fight or some conflict or whatever, <laughs> some, something that they would never know what it was about, what happened. All of a sudden their car is destroyed and they have to pick the kids up. They have to go to work and they have to be like, they have to call their insurance. And it's just like, <laughs> yeah. Um, one of the Avengers crushed my car. Right. And blew a hole in the front part of my house. I'm not going to come into work. Uh, and I have to call to see if this is covered in my policy. Because uh, you know, if they're, writing, if they're writing laws, they're putting that in somebody's policy, the, the superhero clause. Oh, yeah. Can you imagine how expensive insurance would be in like a major metropolitan city Man. if the Avengers were a thing? Like, you wouldn't want to live in LA or New York. There is legit it's, a, there's a story called Curse of the White Knight. It's a Batman elsewhere story to where a plot point is that Bruce Wayne secretly, you know, he's, he's insured, he pays for reconstruction for damage is done when he's doing stuff as Batman. So, you know, he, he paid, he's, in his mind, he's trying to, you know, pay for it afterwards. However, he finds out that uh, he's actually helping the wealthy of Gotham because the rich people figure out, it's like, oh, he only fights in these rundown areas. So after there's some conflict between him and some villain, we come in, basically gentrify the area and sell it. And so he's he didn't know that that was going on. He gets, so, he gets so pissed off, he punches out one of the people that he's talking to, like, as Bruce Wayne. He's like... You have to send me the link for that. I have to watch that. Yeah, it's yeah, it's, it's, it's called Curse of the White Knight. Um, it's by this guy, uh, Sean Murphy. He wrote and drew the comic. Oh, okay, two, it's a comic. Okay. Yeah, there's there's two there's two volumes. There's Curse of the White Knight. Hold on. No. There's no, there's Batman, the White Knight, uh, and then there's Curse of the White Knight. But yeah, the, the story is basically he's he he kind of goes overboard. He force feeds these pills to Joker. It actually cures him. And so as Jack Napier, he sues the city because he's just like, you guys allow the, the police department in the city endorse and allow this unsanctioned crazy man to beat me and a bunch of other mentally, you know, supposedly mentally challenged people because all these people right. are in Arkham, which means that they think that they have some kind of psychological problem with them. Mm -hmm. He beats on us. You allowed it. I'm cured now. I'm suing everybody. And it's basically the Joker making Batman look bad and Batman trying to figure it out. And it's it's great. The artwork is it's great. It has it, it puts you in mind of a stylized version of the animated series. Nice. Yeah, okay, so yeah. it's Absolutely yeah, fast. it's it's yeah, it's very it's 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 awesome. Um, 
But yeah, but yeah, insurance would be it's like but but at the same time it's one of those things like, okay, the whole accords thing, that that speech that General Ross gives at the beginning, it's mm-hmm. just like, you know, you saved the world and that is something that we can never repay you. However, here's this thing. It's just like you owe us a debt you can never repay. How about you start by getting this out of my face? <laughs> Let's, let's not forget that you guys is just like, okay, because 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 he brought up New York. First of all, New York was not our fight. We we went there to stop this invading uh, alien army. You fools was going to nuke the place if Iron Man didn't catch it and send it through the wormhole. Right. It's just like, if we didn't show up, what would have happened? And and that's 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 my that's also my thing. It's just like yes, because it's it's like a two it's it's a two pronged thing. It's just like they cause a lot of damage, but at the same time, if they don't show up, what would have happened? Right, they saved a lot of lives, and that's yeah. the thing that they're thinking is like okay, <laughs> for the greater good, we may have to sacrifice, but you know the people the. The people that are being sacrificed are just like, hey, but wait, <laughs> right. my life matters too. I mean, like, what happens next time? And I, oh man, if that was real, I could just see all the people. Oh my goodness, I could see all the people are fighting. It's just like, you know, we we should get a stipend. We should get a stipend. We should get something, you know, to to help with you know rebuilding, and just all the people in the Senate or Congress blocking that legislation. It's just like, well, you know, yeah, you, you've had your life affected by, you know, the superheroes, but, you know, we don't want you to become dependent on it. You know, maybe if you go out and work more, it's like, I can't. They just show up my house and my car. I just need some help. And it's just like, yeah, I don't know. It's like, I, I can so see that happening. Yeah. It's, oh. it's a lot. Nobody ever thinks about the price tag that happens with destroyed cities. Right, yeah, because these fools dropped this, lifted a city. Well, no, they, they didn't do it. Ultron did it, but still, it's just like, you know, when they come in and, and stop stuff, it's, yeah. But, and and you know, because of what you do, I always have to ask you about the, the costumes. What do mm-hmm. you think about um, Wanda's, her, Finally, and it was funny because um, Elizabeth Olsen, uh, she she was she was brought up a story. She was talking to her mom, to where she brought up the Scarlet Witch, to where this show is the first time she goes by the name Scarlet Witch. Because mm. uh, if you notice, because even they they bring it up when they're talking, they're just like you know. Her code name's like she didn't have a code name. Right. This is the first time she goes by Scarlet Witch. And she's she was talking about you know the character with her mom. And she said something. She's just like, Oh, I didn't know that was the character you were playing this whole time. And it's just like <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. And it's like, yeah, this like, like, yeah, I'm not watching this. <laughs> but um, what do you think about her her updated costume? I actually really like it. 
Um, I feel like she had something to say about it with it. Cause I feel like out of all of the sisters, she's like the more conservative one. She, she liked the fact that she, she liked it because she liked the fact that it's not a low cut top with a jacket. Right. Right. So it was, it's more of a kind of conservative, but still kind of cool outfit right. but yeah, yeah. They, the they, they do such a they do such a good job with the detailing on on their costuming it's it's super dope well i guess it those um like last time um when we talked uh, and i told you about uh little hot toys toys like i said that's that's why i love checking those out because you get to see all the little details that you miss watching the show you know you get to see all the little patterns and different things that somebody took the time out and go through and work on it's just you know i i appreciate right. all that stuff and, and yeah i like her costume too and and it is it is cool because it is it is something different than just a jacket and a low cut shirt you know she actually right. has she actually has a uniform and a lot of people and people who I don't think really know what they're asking for are always just, well, why don't they just, people are always saying, why don't they just make the costume from the comic? And it's just like, even now, I don't think, I think Superman could get away with it. I don't mm-hmm. think in 2021 or 2022, majority of people would accept a Batman wearing trunks over his, over his pants. Right. Like I said, right. Superman can get away with it, but Batman is like they wouldn't. It's like so a lot of people are asked for comic accurate costumes, but for a lot of situations, those costumes, the way they are in the comics, would not work exactly one to one in um, in the movies. Like I right. love the way that they updated uh, Captain America's costume to where it looks like okay, like well he's a soldier, so we're gonna modify it, you know, to something similar to where it looks like a military style uniform, and I think that mm-hmm. fit that character. And it and another thing, you have to think about the character, and you have to think about the world that they live in. Uh, so many people complain about they don't like this. A version of Spider-Man, which you know, to each their own, but they're just like, oh, he's just a mini Tony Stark, and he he's like this, that. And I'm like, he's not a mini Tony Stark, but they're just like, okay. Peter Parker is a science nerd. He he loves technology. He's he's smart, he loves it. In a world where Tony Stark exists, why would he not idolize that guy? Right. I mean, people. People look up to uh, Elon Musk, and that dude is not even smart. He he does not even. We give him credit for Tesla and whatever. We give him all this credit for doing all this stuff. All he basically does is put his name on the stuff that people have already done. Right, that other smart people are making. Right, that's that's all he does is is cosign stuff. That is it. And so it's like in a world where Tony Stark exists, in a world to where not just he exists, but 
other technologies and stuff that he's done exist and he gives you a suit hell yeah i'm gonna wear that suit why would i put why would i go through the trouble trying to make my own when he's giving me a suit and i'll it's like yeah no he, he wants the kids help his costume is not work i'm tony stark i de, i designed all the other you know well yeah i designed the other avengers costumes and gear mm-hmm. i'm going to design his stuff I don't know, it just makes sense. It makes total, like complete sense. And I feel like Peter Parker was smart enough to be able to do that. I mean, because he did make his first few costumes. Right. Um, but he just didn't have the means to, you know, make exactly what it was that he wanted. Right. Even so. even in the comics, when he um I don't know for a minute, um there's like a couple of instances when he has an to me in a, a I don't want to say an adult job because I don't want to but yeah an adult job to where he doesn't have to worry about rent and he's working in a lab to where he has resources you know resources and access to technology he develops a couple of suits and different things you know when he's off the clock or whatever and kind of mm-hmm. hides it it's just like so if he has access he would do more with his suit. <laughs> right. So it's like, yeah, but anyway, uh, yeah, I, I really enjoyed the suit too, uh, her, her her costume. How did you feel about people? My, my only thing with WandaVision, and it's not even, and it's the thing that, that irritated me with all the other shows going forward, were people getting upset that Mephisto wasn't involved. Did you did you did you hear about any of that backlash? I didn't. Whatever? I didn't even think about that. Okay, so people oh. were complaining. Oh, okay. So yeah. So you know, as far as who the big bad was, people are just like, oh well, you know, well if you look at here, this this is when people go too far. If you look on <laughs> here, this is an M. It could be from Mephisto and this this and. This person's eyes is going red, so that could be. But everybody thought it was Mephisto manipulating her. Uh, and uh, Paul Bentley, who plays Vision, he's just like, "Oh yeah, there's a surprise coming in." And basically, the surprise he was talking about was him playing against himself, mm-hmm. which that the two visions talking to each other, I thought was a really good, um, a scene was a really good scene because it's just like. Yeah, we could have a fight. It's like, but you know, I'm smart, so I'm going to talk about this instead of just right. destroy stuff. Um, so people were upset. They're just like, people were mad as if they flat out told them, "Oh, uh, you know, Mephisto is going to be in the show," which they never did. Right. Uh, there was this. Um, engineer or somebody that Monica was talking about and they're just like oh it's Reed Richards and so and so it's just like oh they didn't introduce them oh that sucks um when she brought her quote-unquote brother back and they used Mm -hmm. the actor who played Quicksilver in the X-Men franchise Mm -hmm. people just like oh it's confirmed the mutants are in the MCU right and it's just like okay 
it's it's fun sometimes to think about like, hey, what if they did this? My my irritation is when people are like, I have an I have a theory about what they are going to do, and I'm going to believe in that theory so hard that if they don't do it, then I'm going to feel like they lied to me. And it's like, why don't you just watch the show? <laughs> like the show's already been written months in advance, right? So you're you're setting yourself you're setting yourself in the show up for failure, for them not you know, and, and they're all like, oh, it would have been and it's just the word is so overused. It would have been so epic if they did this. And it's just like ah, oh. and. Oh, and they were also mad that Doctor Strange didn't show up to fix everything. To which it was just like, but it's not about him. Right. Like if he, if he would have sh- showed up, it would have taken away from the emotional drama of, of her story. It would have made that last episode about him. It's like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> People are always just like, oh, it, it you know, it would... It should have, you know, should have been this. It should have been that. It's like, yeah, I can see sometimes like, yeah, I would have liked if they would have did this. But to say they should have done this because that's what I thought they were going to do is stupid. But uh, That's very true. But I mean, there's always going to be that facet. Like, again, you can't please everybody. There's always going to be those people that just need everything to happen all at once. And it's just like, it's not gonna happen. It's not going to happen like that. Like you have to realize that. And those are usually like the super nerds that are super into everything and like super into like the details of stuff. And I get it cause I'm with it, I'm there. But you also have to realize, and I realized this like years back when they start, first started doing the thing with Marvel. It's like, they're not going to be able to go through all the details. They're not going to be able to run through all the characters. They're not going to be like, they can't, you can't explain all of that in two hours. So, and on top of that, a lot of people who consume the Marvel movies weren't Marvel comic book readers. So it's just like you, you kind of have to generalize everything for the mass public. And it's like, once you realize that that's what they're doing, you can just sit back and kind of chill. So it's like, I don't really, I used to be that person that was like, oh, but they didn't get this detail right. And that's not what happened there. And it was this, and da, 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 unless they're going with the alternate. And, and I used to, and I'm like, no, I'm stressing myself out over stuff that I already know. That's just, it's not necessary. So I'm like, yeah, people can't, you can't get too much into the minutia of the details of it because they, literally cannot explain all of that right like it's just there's not enough time yeah there's especially when you have certain characters who have been around since like the 70s it's like yeah you they've had so much happen to them you you can't you can't you can get every you can't get every single thing especially because a lot of stuff contradicts you know one another I think, you know, you at least have to get the essence of the character because sometimes I will say it is irritating. Like right now I'm watching Titans and it has Starfire on there. Mm. And I'm like, this chick is Starfire in name only. 
she doesn't act like Starfire at all. And it's just like, it's like she's just like, she's kind of like aggressive and kind of mean. It's just like, I've read a few things with Starfire in there, like, you know, the cartoon aside, but it's like, I've read a couple things with Starfire and actually seen some other stuff with her in it. It's just like, this is not, and 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 I think that is indicative of DC trying to be so so edgy and so dark and whatever. But then once again, like we said, contrast is like you you can only be so dark and edgy and then have these people in these costumes to where it's just like the two don't fit. Right. You know, you can't be so dark and edgy then have somebody show up. In a in a red and white costume, talking about his name is Hawk, and it's like because it, it makes it seem stupid then, right? Yeah. Um, well, let's let's move on uh, to Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, what what were your thoughts on that? I loved it. So, like I said, um, it really felt like a six part movie to me. Like it was just. It was good. Like I liked their dynamic. I liked the storyline behind it. I liked how they tied in the, um, you know, the disappearance of everyone for the five years. Um, I liked how they kind of dug into Falcon's like background story with his sister and yeah. all that kind of stuff. So it was really cool. They it was just like it was just enough of everything that was needed. For that type of series like they didn't lean too far into any which way it was just like everything was sprinkled in just enough like it was perfect yeah i i really enjoyed this was the one i was looking forward to the most because you know as, as i said i i enjoy hawkeye i really like captain america i love I love the I love like hand to hand fighting and different things like that. So I was looking forward to that type of action. Because mm-hmm. um, to me, it's it's cheaper to be able to do that and have to, you know, it's easier to replicate somebody who's not superhuman, super superhuman strong, but they're right. str- but they're strong enough to be above average or whatever. Like super soldiers, like just take some wires and you know some props or whatever, so you don't have to go that much into, you know, the budget besides, you know, uh, Falcon's Flying, which I, I, I really enjoyed um, watching the behind the scenes stuff and seeing how they like, they actually put like a, a pretty much a GoPro on right. people and just like, you know, we're going to use this for his vision for going through this and just everything that went into that that uh, show. Um, I, I really like that. I like the, you know, I, I love the scene when the uh, Dora Milaje came in and just whooped everybody. Yes. And everybody <laughs> calmed the hell down. Right. <laughs> But um, what was it? I didn't, there, there, there were a couple of things I didn't like that I can tell was because of COVID. But at the same time, it's just like, I understand what happened, but at the same time, mm. 
I can only judge it by what was presented, not right. what I think should have been. Um, like the whole thing with uh, the banker or whatever being um, uh, Peggy Carter or whatever. Mm -hmm. To me, that didn't make sense because there was the there was a scene with them in the 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 junkyard, not the junkyard, but whatever. Um, with the containers and all that, and she's going through fighting those people. Yes. It's just like if she was the banker and those people supposedly work for her, why is she going to like what it's like I you can tell yeah, you can tell like there was another idea and they had to scrap it. And it's just like, but now that doesn't make sense <laughs> in regards to what would happen with that. Um also um the the uh the the main girl um i can't think of her name right now but yeah she's another person who's like what she's doing what she's trying to do is seemingly for a good purpose but the way she's going about it and it is one of those things to where it's one of those things like if you would just sit down and talk to somebody which i love that that's what sam wanted to do he's like right. let me talk to her he's like if i could talk to her it's like, you know, and he got her to, I won't say he got her, he forced her to reveal how messed up her plan is. Mm -hmm. To where she was just like, you know, well, we'll kill whatever. And he was like, oh, she's like, no, you made me say that. It's like, did nobody make you say anything. Like, you, you did right. it yourself. That's what you wanted to do. Right. And it's just like, you know, at what point do you start, like, yes, you're doing something for a good reason, but what at what point are you just as bad as the people that you're fighting against? And I did hear some people say that they were unsure about what they were doing, which basically the Flag Smashers, when people were snapped, you know, there's a lot less people. So people got the people who probably didn't have anything were able to get something. But then when people came back, those people were kind of forced out. So mm -hmm. it, it did create a situation to where it's understandable. It's just like, okay, well, this is my house and somebody else moved in. That's nice that you got someplace for five years, but now this is mine. I, I want it back. Right. And to where they're just like, the world was much better in these five years than it, than it was now. And we need to do something about it. And to me, it reminded, to me, it made me think of how things like with COVID, um, COVID exposed a lot of things um, um, what was things like healthcare and minimum wage things that have been a problem right however you know the COVID made people actually sit down and be like no these are issues these have been issues you want people to go to work you want people to do these in this pandemic and we're barely getting paid as it is, it's like, you see how many people, you know, damn near in, in, you know, threat of losing their house, you know, for being out of work for a couple months. Because right. we don't we don't have the funds to set up. It's like, so to me, it, it, 
it pointed out uh, an issue that, you know, had always been, and there's people who, you know, apparently have never been heard, who've, who've never um, felt seen. And so now they have the power to take something back to force people to pay attention to them. And, you know, that's, that's kind of how it is now. Right, because it just it shone that light on everything that was going on. Right. Um, I loved, uh, I liked both of Falcon's suits, but I loved his Captain America suit. Yes. And how close yes. they, they did get that to the cops. I'm like, I'm like, are you serious? <laughs> I was just it like. Was, it was cool. Cause it was like, it was still an ode to it, but it was, it was still his own thing you know what right. i'm saying like it wasn't like he took his suit and put it on you know right. what i'm saying because I, I was that i was concerned about i was like how are we gonna work you know the suiting into this like is he just gonna pick up the suit and throw it on and it's gonna be weird and we're just gonna be like oh yeah he tailored captain america suit to fit him and now he's captain america it was just kind of like this thing of he he took it on um as his own and it really it played that way so i think they did a really good job with that yeah uh i did like the little behind the scenes it was like they talked about how and this is you know goes to show all the people behind the scenes that you don't see or hear about that do so much work mm -hmm. um the cow uh since we don't live in a world to where there's some there's this material that just stays with your body no matter how you move. The cow actually had to be uh, changed, altered uh, using visual effects because when he turned his head, there would be like this gap. When he moved, it would like be open. Right. And they like altered it so that it like you know stayed you know looked like that it didn't move. I'm In just place. like right, and I'm like that's dope. That uh, his goggles were digital. Um, oh, see, I didn't know that. Yeah, it was like if you like watch like behind the scenes, they're clear. Um, what else? I I just liked it all. I like um, I like I like that they show people about the Black Captain America, mm -hmm. and you know about how they used him and his little skirmish with the Winter Soldier, the fact that he took his arm off, um, and the fact that they threw him in prison. And it was mm. just like, you know, and I I loved, I loved uh, Sam's um, speech to him because I have heard from different people, you know, because being in Discord, we, you know, have the ability to talk to a lot of people not in the States. And I have right. seen the question before about people just like, for Black Americans, you know, about Black Americans and their willingness to fight in the military. And his thing was like, this is my country too, and I'd be damned if I'm going to let anybody tell me I can't fight for it. Right. And I and I love that. And it's just like, you know, and and yeah, and I know that so, so many people are probably just like, oh, I don't want race in my, or I don't want politics in my comics. And it's just like, no, you just don't want politics you you don't agree with. Like, because politics right. have already always been in comics. 
always and that's that's the thing that people don't realize is like <laughs> comics were made from the social and political issues that were happening at the time so it's like they have to touch on those things it's when they go into the pandering that gets a little annoying but it's like right. they have to touch on those things because that's what those were born from right if right it's just like okay there aren't traditionally it's like uh like i said i have uh first run of young avengers comics and the grandson which is why i'm happy that all these young avengers are being introduced in these shows like the second hawkeye is going to be in the hawkeye show um uh eli yeah eli bradley the the grandson the you know of isaiah mm-hmm. he's he's becomes a uh kind of captain america type of the young avengers um young super soldier he um they're they're on tv doing something and it was like the avengers are watching it and spider-man you know and then they're watching it in avengers tower and this is when luke cage was part of the avengers he's like oh there's you know and he's he says it by name and Spider-Man goes, you know their name? And Luke Cage makes the makes the <laughs> reference. He's like, he's just like, yeah. How many young black heroes do you think there are to where right. I you wouldn't think I know their name? And it's just like that's you know. And I remember uh, I have the the comic uh, the Black Panther comic when him and Storm are getting married, and they mm-hmm. go to Isaiah's house to personally invite him to their wedding. And and how important that was, how you know, important he is to other black heroes in that community. So it's just like, yeah, if you don't address that, then it's like, hmm? it's like you, it's it's like you know, it's it's not, especially the the type of people who are those heroes. It's like it it would seem disingenuous to their character. Um. Uh, but I guess some people don't want to hear about it because it makes them feel bad or whatever. But it's like this. right, it makes them it makes them feel or think a type of way, and people like to be in their little happy bubbles. Right, those same people who call other people snowflakes. But I'm not going to get into that right now. But uh, what? we're going to talk about that later. We're tabling it, but we'll talk. We're that we're talking about it later. Yeah. <laughs> but um. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And I loved at the end when they changed it to Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Um, and I, I love, and this is just different. I love the the theme. Um the uh the hero thing, the thing they play, you know, for the opening or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like I've I've actually looked that up and played it. Uh, by itself because I, I i like themes as well i like the i like costumes I like all this stuff but i also like the music to go with it because it gives you like an emotional thing it's like and like they played it when he when he saved that uh that truck that they had those uh senators on oh yeah and it's just like it and it fits is it's like it wasn't corny it's like because people and I talk about this with uh, 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 Squid is like people don't think about how much music 
uh, a good score uh, does for a, a movie or a TV show. Yes. Like every time I hear the Avengers theme, I'm just like, woo. It's just like, even they just play <laughs> just a little bit of it. I was just like, you just I get excited. Love, yes, I love that freaking theme. It's like, I will, we, I will, I will rewind a section and keep playing that because I just love, I just love that. It, it makes you, it's, it's, I want to say power fantasy, but yeah, it's like, it makes you feel like, oh, it's like, so it's about to go down. It's like, cause it, it makes, cause like, think about, um, I want to say the score is called Portals for the soundtrack uh, in mm-hmm. game when all the portals are opening up and everybody's come back and you hear that triumphant score and it's like after Thor, Cap, and Iron Man be, you know, getting beat down and Cap is, is about to go out like a savage. He's like, my shield's mm-hmm. broke. I just got this hammer. I don't care. Let's go. <laughs> you know, which, which, which to me, like, like, which to me is like, that's that's why I like Captain America. It's like he people even myself would think like, oh, he's just corny. It's just like no, like that's that's dope. It's like right. that. It's, it's like that's right. Um, and then you know he calls the you know calls the hammer back. He finally says Avengers assemble, which he whispers assemble. So I'm not I'm not sure how everybody heard that last part, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's like Avengers, and it's just like. A symbol, and then they start running. It's just like I was like, I want to know somebody in the back. What do you say? And they just start running. It's just like, oh, okay, we're fighting. It's like, right. <laughs> sorry. It's another thing. What if okay, for like the Wakandans, you're fighting all these creatures. You get snapped. You're gone. You come back, and then you die fighting this. It's like how pissed off would you be? <laughs> Oh, but that's the beautiful thing about Marvel too. Is like they're so good at calling out their own like BS jokes. It's yeah. like the joke itself is funny, and then even if you don't get the initial one, they're gonna call it out again. Yeah. So it's just like you're either way you're gonna laugh. Right. Like um, like just when Spider Man first meets Doctor Strange, he's just like um. He's like, you know, who, he's like, who are you? I'm Dr. Strange. He's like, oh, we're using our superhero names. Okay. <laughs> he's just like, no, that's my name. He's like, no, that, that's just my name. <laughs> but no, it's like, I I really do, I really did enjoy Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Um, yes. I wish we had something more definitive on U.S. Agent because mm-hmm. he didn't murder a guy in front of a bunch of people and he just pretty much lost the title of Captain America and and once again race I'm like if that ain't some white privilege for you right there that part Jeez. it's just like you're not it's like he he basically so he just lost the position <laughs> that was it he, he doesn't have the shield anymore there, and there's no consequences, no nothing. It's just, right. hey, just get out of here. Leave the stuff, get out. Right. It's just like, so we're just going to overlook that. I was like, okay. Everything else. Like, oh, no, it's fine. That's, that's fine. Yeah. 
<laughs> I, I I did feel I I did wish they kind of did more with they 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 showed him kind of slipping a little bit with him being like I'm I'm just as good I'm I'm this 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 it's like but he's his mind he has to live up to he's putting an unnecessary burden on himself because he's he's thinking he has to live up to Captain America but he can't but or at least he thinks he can't because he's not a super soldier not realizing that at least to the people that matter what makes Captain America was not the powers it was who he was as a person and like I saw somebody do something on Instagram to where I love people on Instagram when they bring up stuff to where uh the the doctor that was talking that chose Steve mm-hmm. he was just like you know Captain America should be a good man and then they put another scene to where Steve was talking to Sam he's just like you're a good man Sam it's like that's why he chose him right because he knew that sam not because sam thought the way he did was because of he knew that he the moral standard that he thought he had that he the what he stood for and also um i also like the part to where they they actually had that conversation and buck is just like i'm sorry steve and i we didn't think about it <laughs> the where it's just like oh well yeah it's sam sam's cool like why would you like sam it's just like right. he's black he's just like and, and? he's black oh <laughs> it's like but well, he's an avenger like but he's black it's, but and i love that i love that simple naivete of him it's just it's like mm-hmm. why should it matter right but it matters a lot and, um, yeah, and just coming to that realization of, oh, this is why. Got it. I meant for us to get to Loki, and I would love to keep talking. Uh, I'm hearing some ruckus, and we're going to have to cut this short. I really hate it, but I want to <laughs> keep talking. But I, I, know, I, I know if I don't stop now, we're going to keep going. I'm going to get in trouble. So uh, if you would, please, we have to, we'll have to, uh, are you free next week? Heck yeah, we can always continue. Okay, yeah. Just so let's, let's go ahead and wrap this up. Uh, tell people where they can find you. Um, as always, um, on, I don't know, can you find people on Discord? <laughs> I'm Bandersnatch sure. on Discord. Mm. Um, on Instagram, it is Fashion Major, spelled F A S H U N M J R. And that's it. I don't really do any of the other social medias. I mean, I guess I have a Twitter, that's Fashion Major, but I'll be on air. Mm. I'll be on air at all. Oh, there, and there I think too I, much craziness on Twitter. And I sent you something on Instagram with a, a shot of the flash suit so we get out there and oh, check perfect. that um but yeah you can find me on on twitter and instagram at bold expressions bld expressions once again that is bold expressions of both twitter and instagram as bld expressions i've also finally made a facebook account uh look at you i was just, i was forced to <laughs> um i it's not one for the podcast, so I may make another account that's strictly for my podcast so I can keep everything kind of uniform. Mm-hmm. So when I do that, I'll let you guys know 
You can uh, email me, boat expressions, the number four at gmail.com. It's also my YouTube page, uh, which I'm going to start trying to put more of my podcasts on the YouTube page. You can also find my shorter series, Random Thoughts, on that page as well, as well as some former uh, trailers when I used to do longer, not longer trailers, but when I used to do trailers, which I may get back into, but it's kind of hard because my computer is acting funny, and this is what I, this is what I get from forgetting a uh, a budget laptop and expecting it to do things that I think should be easy, but it's not. Um, like, yeah, I'm going through so much struggle. I have to, I, right now I don't have the funds to do it, but I, I have to erase so much stuff from my Microsoft OneDrive because I can't even write on freaking Word because it's like, oh, your Microsoft 365 account is too full and Oh, it's wow. just it's it's so much crap. I'm just like it's just words. I just want to type. Like I don't want this stuff saved on the cloud anyway. Like I just want to save it on my computer, so that <laughs> when I'm somewhere, I can still. Right. It's like because I have some some stories and stuff I'm trying to write, and I'm like I can't even do that. I can't even let my son just type away and just have him learn stuff, typing or whatever. Because because of this, and it's just frustrating. But anyway, uh, it's my YouTube email, all that stuff. I appreciate to my, shout out to my guest for, uh, you know, I've been hounding her uh, about coming back on here. Uh, she's been busy. She's out here doing her thing, making black people look beautiful. Uh, so we uh, applaud her for that. Well, thank you. Thank about you. Um, uh, and so yeah, have a good day, good morning, good evening. Thank you to all the people who are listening, who continue to listen, who support the pod. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm I, so grateful for the people who do listen, um, you know, from everywhere and who like and subscribe and who share it with people. It, I'm so touched. I'm so humble by it. Thank you so much. Um, like I said, like, share, subscribe. Uh, have a good morning, good day, good evening, whenever you listen to this. And as always, don't be so busy proving your point that you forget your purpose.